Hey everyone, this is Noble again, back with another episode of Noble Relating. Um, I'm very excited for this episode. I'm very excited for how things are going to go today. Um, I I was blessed to have another of my partners show up um, conveniently to uh, visit me for a few days. And uh, we've been rocking out. And while she was here, I just wanted to pick her brain because we've been having some very stimulating, passionate conversations (laughs) back and forth. And um, I'm ready for you guys to um, hear what she's talking about and to hear um, how she does things. Because I really admire how she set up her life and the drive that she has. Um, so everyone, um, without further ado, I want to introduce to you my um, partner, my girlfriend, Miss uh, Gose Pars. Hello, hello. Hey, don't be shy now. I'm Gose. There you go. Hi, world. <laughs> <laughs> how you doing, baby? How you feeling? I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. You know, I am a cancer woman, so I'm always in my feelings. All right. But I'm good. (laughs) My mama's a cancer, and I I understand. I tend to attract a lot of, like, cancer energy. Yeah. (laughs) Until I started becoming polyamorous, I didn't understand it. And Mm -hmm. um, I think dating multiple women has helped me to understand my mother more. Mm. Um, And we've gotten to a really good place, I feel like. She tested me today about how she was supportive of my podcast and, like, really... You know, um, I just felt really good about our energy and whatnot. I was like, oh, my, mama, my mama loved me. <laughs> I always knew my mama loved me, but I'd be feeling like my mama loved me. You know what I'm saying? I did some, did some hard work. You know what I'm saying? Really? I started, yeah, you got to work on feeling it. Um, well, just a little background for everybody. Um, Gose and I haven't known each other for very long. Um, we met in... August or September? August. August last year. Mm -hmm. um, At a trip in LA. And um, it was a. What what do we call Kenya's event? It was like. It was an MPRI. Retreat. Retreat. It didn't feel like a conference. Whenever Kenya does it, it doesn't feel like a conference. Okay. Like, whenever. (laughs) I love it when when Kenya does it because I get more action with ladies, typically. (laughs) But when Kim does it, um, I tend to learn more. Like, I, I'm going right. to learn a lesson about stuff. It's like, yeah. oh, it's going to go deeper, you know? It's going to be more conference set up. But, um... Makes sense. But, yeah, I had a good time. <laughs> and uh, I remember when I saw you, uh, you were there with maybe, like, three or four of the ladies. I helped carry your bags up. Um, like I always do, my proclivity is to think that none of the girls are actually into me right away. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Um... Next thing I know, do we want to tell the, the real story? Do we want to just kind of leave some of that out? We don't want to I'm, I'm going to follow your lead on this one. Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> I ain't scared. If you ain't scared, shit. Um, but yeah, we we had we connected. Um, we had a good time. We were doing some some sun dating um, on top of this castle thing that Kenya had rented in this beautiful, gorgeous space, and you know, some some we're doing some new sun bathing. And um, what happened? Did I? I think I offered to. To, like you got some coconut oil or something. It's like, hey, you need to rub down, you need a little rub down, or something, something. I didn't have any coconut oil, but coconut oil magically yeah, appeared. That wasn't yours? No, I didn't come up there with anything. Oh. The gods handed, <laughs> handed down coconut sworn, oil. I could have sworn that was you. Mm-hmm. Uh, for all the re- listeners, uh, coconut oil is um, <laughs> great for. No, sunbathing is great for your skin as a black person. It's also antifungal, antibacterial, and antiviral. Um, so it's a very good, um, not contraceptive, but it is good. You know, it does help in um, 
various adult activities, I'll say. For some. For some. For let's, some. Yeah, let's, right. let's, let's make sure we have a disclaimer. All right. Coconut oil is not for everyone. It's not for everyone, correct. And it's Thank definitely you. not for condoms. Yes, correct. Don't do that. Don't do that. And um, but anyway, me and Jose had a very good time, had a very nice introduction, which um, we kind of realized afterwards isn't the way that we typically would go about relating or meeting up with people or whatnot. Can you talk a little bit about that? Because I was shocked, really, surprised yeah, yeah, when you told sure. me. I tend to uh, date people that I've been friends with for a long time. Well, what's a long time? Like a couple weeks? Months? Oh, God, no. Oh, no. I don't know you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. No, no. Like, I, l- let's talk about my current partners. Okay. We're not talking about Noble because I still don't even understand who Noble is and how, <laughs> how did he get through security. <laughs> I have a partner that I've been friends with for 12 years. Mm-hmm. We just started something intimate with mm. each other, like past friendship. Mm-hmm. I had a partner that I knew from the time I was 16, but mm. we didn't start dating until I was 29. Mm. And we were together for seven years. Mm. And then I have a partner that I met when I was 14, and we didn't start dating until 26 years in. So that was just wow. a few <laughs> um, I really, I don't rush. I don't like to be rushed. I mm-hmm. take my time. I like to watch people over a long period of time mm-hmm. to build trust. Right. Is that I just think. to get like a baseline for consistency of like knowing yeah. like who they are and what to expect from them? For sure. And, and I always believe life is long. You know, I don't have to rush love and I don't have to rush forever. I tend to believe that I'm the kind of woman that a man would want to be with forever. So I'll watch you date, marry, divorce, have kids, whatever. Mm-hmm. Because I believe that if I'm gonna have him, I'm gonna have him. Mm. That's just how I've always looked at it. So I don't have to rush. Okay, that's that's a very interesting thing. Like, so you have you had any people that you like dated casually in the short period, the short time span since you've known them, or like anything that you would consider of substance has always been something that's been a prolonged type of thing. Yeah, I mean, I guess I have found myself in some casual situations. Um, but not because, you know, I, I would not have chosen for it to go that way. Sometimes I just found myself mm-hmm. building with people who really couldn't go the distance with me. Mm-hmm. And I had to learn that. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, so I've had some shorter relationships. Right. How does that feel when, they, when you find somebody who really can't go the distance? Does that like, feel a certain type of way for you? Or is it kind of like, man, there's some cubs. Because, like, personally, I tend to take on, like, whoever, whatever women are choosing me. You know what I'm saying? Because uh, the women are the choosers, so like, but not all of them are really going to willing to stay, and not everybody's going to willing to put go through the work that it takes to stay on the relationship long term. Like a lot of them will come, get what they need, and go. You know, yeah. and I'm, I'm okay with that for the most part as long as it's closure. Yeah, I mean, I like closure. Um, uh, closure, right? Sometimes you get yeah. it, sometimes you don't. Sometimes you do not. <laughs> um, I think, uh, I think a lot of times. I, I feel confused, you know, probably more than hurt. I feel confused because mm. I'm like, wait a minute, we're still getting to know each other. Like, what is happening? Mm. You know, for yeah. instance, I'll give a, a very personal example. Uh, I was dating a woman at one point, mm-hmm. and uh, and and I had never dated a woman before, but I, you know, I was gonna try it. And she felt like, you know, we were supposed to get married quickly. Mm. Um, and she had given me a, a very short amount of time to make a decision. And I'm thinking, I don't even know you. You don't even know me. Like, let's take our time. Right. 
And when she found out how long it normally takes me to actually commit to people, she said, oh, no, I don't have that kind of time. Mm. Was she older or? No, she's about three years older than me. I wouldn't consider that older unless we're considering me older. Um, And so I said, oh, okay. So she had this list of things she wanted. Mm -hmm. So I was saying, can I play this role? Am I I able to do what she wants? Mm -hmm. And I thought I was doing okay at it. And uh, eventually she, she broke up with me because she she felt like I had already broken up with her. Mm. Well, I was polyamorous when I met her. She was polyamorous mm-hmm. when she met me, but we had a very different approach to how we wanted our relationships to look. Mm-hmm. And so eventually she she ended things and I didn't argue. I was confused. I was really sitting here like, and I said, well, you know what? I thought about all the times when I said, we don't know each other that well. Let's take more time to get to know each other. And mm-hmm. that would upset her. She didn't like that. Right. What do you mean we don't know each other? You know everything you're supposed to know about me. And I'm thinking, girl, I haven't even known you a full year. I really don't know you. You know, that's how I looked at it. I did not know that woman. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I, I think sometimes me moving slow frustrates other people. Um, and sometimes what I thought could be long, long-term was not long-term. Mm-hmm. Because when people realize what it's really like to date me or to try to build a serious relationship with me, I don't think people always know what they're signing up for. Mm-hmm. That's just how I look at it. Mm-hmm. So when you say sign up, knowing what they're signing up for, is it turns into just like you seem like a very free individual to me. Like you're really going to march to the beat of like your drum and kind of do things in a way that like it's going to benefit your life as a whole so that you can give the most that you want to everybody around you <laughs> and then you feel like the people like see your energy and they kind of want to constrict it into like a box in a way or like they want to like they have a fantasy of like who they think you should be and that you can't possibly live up to yeah fantasy for sure right um and and i think that yeah the freedom is attractive uh, as long as I'm walking in your direction, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. um, I think the freedom becomes frustrating if you see me walking in another person's direction. Mm-hmm. Right, right. And 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 I found that poly or not, you know, I've I've met plenty uh, people who identify as poly, mm-hmm. but they don't do poly the way I do it. Mm-hmm. How do you do, Polly? How this is um, episode's called "My Life, My Way." So my life, <laughs> my way. Yeah, because like, because um, you're also are married. Yeah, I'm married. Correct? I am married. Right. And you, <laughs> you want to talk about your husband a little bit? Sure, sure. I can talk about him. <laughs> uh-huh. My husband is a good friend of mine. Mm-hmm. Uh, How did y'all meet? We you... met at a rehearsal. Right. Uh, we're both singers. I'm guessing this was in like '95 or something. Uh-uh. Or <laughs> no, I met my husband. I met my husband maybe about a decade ago. Okay, 10 years, okay. And we were both singers, mm-hmm. and we sang together for years, and we performed together. Mm-hmm. And he um, he's a good friend of mine. And I don't know, the, the older I got, you know, I thought I would be married around 25, because, you know, most people were. Mm-hmm. Most of my friends were, right? Right. And uh, I didn't get married. And the older I got, the more I realized I wanted a different marriage. I did not want my romantic life to be tied into my marriage. Mm. Um, mm. I just feel so like you... marriage is a legal agreement. Right, right. And my heart is, I don't feel like anybody can dictate what's going on in my heart. Mm. Like, there's no law 
that's going to control my heart. So right, that's just right. a decision that I made. Uh-huh. And how, how when you came to that realization? Because I feel like that's something that's mm-hmm. a powerful self-awareness, a self-consciousness of knowing what it is that you want. Like, hmm. How old was I? Oh, gosh. I don't know. Maybe, maybe this happened a few years ago. Oh, you know, okay. I started thinking. I started thinking one day. I said, I could see myself marrying a gay man. Mm-hmm. And I meant that. Mm-hmm. Then I started thinking, you know, I was I was with a man for seven years. Uh, not that he wasn't a gay man. You know, we, we, we were romantic. Mm-hmm. And three years in, I wanted to open the relationship. Three and years? Three years in. Okay. I said, oh, I can't do this monogamy thing. It's <laughs> a drag. It's, yeah. you, this isn't going to work for me. Right. And he would come visit me. And I noticed, like, when he would come in, he would just drop his shoes in the middle of the floor and he'd take his mm. socks off and it'd just be this trail of, <laughs> of clothes. You know what direction he came into the house. Yeah. <laughs> I hated that, you know? Uh-huh. I couldn't stand it. And I was just like, oh, I could never live with a man. You know, that's what I started thinking. Like, mm. if I did, we'd have to be like roommates. You'd have to have your own room or maybe you'd have to have your own mm. section in the house. And he said, oh, no, that's not... I'm not doing that. I'm not going to not, you know, sleep in the same bed with my wife. And, I don't, and he snores and mm. he moves around. He's violent in his sleep and he's slapping his arm around. And I'm like, what in the world? I didn't like it, you know? Right. And so I, I started thinking even then, you know, now I'm in my early 30s, maybe around that time. And I started thinking, I don't think I want to live with a partner. I've never, mm. ever lived with a partner in my life. Mm. Mm. Um, and so I started thinking, I don't want to. Right. I've had partners, maybe they'll come stay with me for a month or, you know, but that's different. Right. But like, we're just going to do this. I don't think, I don't think that's for me. So I started kind of just testing that idea out just to find like-minded people. I post mm-hmm. on Facebook. I can see myself marrying a gay man. Or I can see myself, you know, I can see myself, you know, living like this. You know, I mm-hmm. think Carrie Hilson had, an, uh, somebody wrote an article about her. She said if she got married again, she would live separately from her husband or maybe have a huge mansion with a bridge <laughs> connecting the two. <laughs> I was like, oh, I like that. And, 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 and to be honest, it was hard to find people who were like-minded. A lot of people were anti what I was saying. Mm. Um, but I knew that I wanted to be happy. And I haven't seen enough marriages uh, function in a way that turns me on. Mm. Like monogamous marriages. Polyamorous marriages, monogamous marriages, mm. any marriage. Any marriage, okay. I don't see, a, I barely ever see marriages where I look at it and say, I like that. Mm. Period. Right. Is it just because of how it's set up or is it just like you're looking at the people in the marriage and how they're functioning and you're like, they're not, Yeah. you ain't happy like you should be. Exactly. Right? If okay. I don't, if I don't see joy and happiness and connection if, if, if it doesn't look like it's working to me, I don't want it. That's mm-hmm. why I don't get caught up in relationship goals. You're not my goal. I am. Mm-hmm. I'm going to create my goal. You can't create a goal for me. All you can do is work with what you have. Mm-hmm. So instead of, I, I think it's a little arrogant for me to tell another person what their relationship should look like. Mm-hmm. Only thing I can focus on is what my relationships look like. And I know there are tons of people out there who look at the way I build my relationships and say, I've had it said to me, you should not get married, Jose. Mm. You, no, just don't get married. Just keep dating. Just keep doing whatever little wild stuff you're doing because mm-hmm. that's not what marriage is about. 
And then I have to ask, well, where do you get your ideas about what marriage is about? Mm-hmm. Right? Because maybe we're just not coming at it from the same standpoint. And, and sometimes I think people have felt offended by me. Mm-hmm. Because people have told me that I'm looking at marriage wrong. And I'm looking at them like, aren't you divorced? Mm-hmm. Right? Because I don't believe in divorce. Right, right. I don't either. I don't believe in divorce. Mm-hmm. So aren't you divorced? Aren't you constantly you know, finding yourselves in arguments with people because maybe you don't seem to like women. You're, mm-hmm. you're always arguing with somebody about how relationships should go, but where are your receipts? How's your relationship looking? Because mm-hmm. you don't look happy. Right. And I'm looking at that. Mm-hmm. So no, you're not my relationship goals. And no, you can't be my relationship coach. Mm-hmm. You're not, you're not going to give me relationship counseling. Right. I don't accept counsel from miserable, fearful people. Mm-hmm. If you don't stand on what you're telling me, if I can't see evidence of it in your life, no, you're not going to tell me how to run my marriage into the ground too. Right, right. So I did actually marry my gay boy. He's not actually gay. You know, he's on the spectrum. You know, sexuality. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The orientation is a, is a spectrum thing. Right. See, he would, would he identify more as like, you know, bisexual maybe or... Maybe. I don't know. You know, a lot of, a lot of people don't flowing. put themselves in boxes. Right, yeah. I got it. He's got flowing. It. He's living his life. Mm-hmm. He's a wonderful friend to me. Mm. wonderful friend to me mm-hmm. um, my parents died last year back mm-hmm. to back mm-hmm. worst year of my life worst year of my life right. I'm still healing from that shit right. I'm like you know I was going through a horrible time and he was there mm. you know he's been my friend the whole time but one right. thing I noticed about him is I can express my emotions authentically my emotions don't always come out pretty mm-hmm. they don't always come out well thought out they don't always sound like you know, like some sort of dissertation. Mm-hmm. Sometimes the stuff comes out sporadic. You right, know, it's right. it's hot. It's activating. It's triggering. It's hard to listen to. Mm-hmm. It's a workout to listen to me sometimes when mm-hmm. I'm going through it. And he just rode my waves. He would cry with me sometimes. We'd say affirmations together. I could call him in the middle of the night. Mm-hmm. I'd say, hey, what you doing? Nothing, what you doing? Hey, can you take a ride with me? Yeah, come get me. Mm-hmm. We'd take a ride. He'd put some gas in my car. You know, treat me to some snacks while we out. Mm-hmm. And just listen to me just say whatever. I felt alone. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? And he didn't make me feel any more... He didn't make me feel lonelier than I already felt. Right. So I respected that. So when I started thinking about what do I want to be married to? Somebody I can be openly expressive with. I can be myself. I don't have to hide, sugarcoat, mm-hmm. tiptoe around. Because I do a lot of that. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's nobody's fault. Mm-hmm. That's what I have to work through, being more authentic, right? Um, and he was just a person that didn't force me to be anything but authentic. He was just like, be you. Mm-hmm. So I'm friends with you. So when I decided I was ready to, to start finding a husband, mm-hmm. <laughs> honestly, at the top of my list were my gay male friends. Mm-hmm. I had a whole other friend who was number one on my list. Mm-hmm. Um, but he didn't. He's like, no, nah, I'm not about to marry you. <laughs> Get out of my face. But but let's keep it a buck. Right. I drive a car around that is not mine. Mm-hmm. That's his. Right. Right. All I gotta do Your is husband's. pay. No. Oh, the other gay. The friends. other gay guy. Oh, okay. That's my point. My gay man treat me well. When I post, right. I posted on Facebook about a year ago. I might marry me a gay man. Uh-huh. A lot of men got upset. There were only like three men who said, "Why?" Mm. I said, "Cause my." The gay men in my life treat me very well. Mm. Simple. Right. It's very simple. Uh You know, they say go where you're celebrated, not tolerated. Mm. 
Mm-hmm. I find that there are a lot of men who who think I'm attractive on the outside, might mm-hmm. like some conversation or a talent that I have, mm-hmm. but really when they get to know me, I'm overwhelming to them. Mm-hmm. That's okay. Mm-hmm. I'm not for everybody. I am a lot, and I can be emotionally high maintenance. I own that. Mm-hmm. It just turned out that these men didn't seem to be as bothered. Mm-hmm. I got a 50-inch TV in my apartment that I didn't pay for. Mm-hmm. Why? Mm-hmm. Because the because the guy that I didn't marry, who won't marry me, mm-hmm. gave it to me, mm. right? You know, when, when my mama died, he came to the memorial. He doesn't even go to funerals and things of that nature. Right. Then he came to my house, brought me wine, brought me some other stuff, you know, that I won't even mention, but you know, the I things to help me cope. Uh-huh. And, and he gave me cash. Marry me then. I mean, you gonna take care of me anyway. Anytime I go to the man's house, he's gonna cook for me. And he's mm-hmm. an amazing cook. His mm. apartment, he has a condo, it's beautiful. Mm. Like, beautiful. It looks mm. like something out of a magazine, no wow. lie. Wow. You know, if we go out, he's gonna treat me to eat. It's nothing. Sometimes I just be like, please, let me, this one time, please. Mm. Like, just so I can feel good. Mm-hmm. But, you know, I find that he treats me the way I want to be treated. I like to be spoiled. I like to be taken out. I like to be wine to dine. I like to be complimented. I put a mm-hmm. lot of, you know, energy into what I put on. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, you know. You be looking good. Well, thank you. You know what I mean? I like compliments. I like a man to say, ooh, girl, yes. You know, ooh, you smell good. Ooh, you did this. Ooh, you did that. They do all of that. Mm-hmm. I'm simple. You know what I mean? You making me feel good about life and helping me want to keep living life. Yeah, why'd you marry me? That's a, to me, that's a good partnership because mm-hmm. if we can be honest with each other and be exactly who we are, and I'm not going to try to change you, and I really don't care. You know, my husband said, you know, some women wouldn't marry him in the past because he's not 100% hetero, right? Mm-hmm. And um, they felt weird. You know, they felt like, oh, I, don't, I don't know if I want to be with a man who's... Right. I'm like, I really don't care. Do you find that women have a lot of issues with that like I feel like it's more socially acceptable for women to be a yep. little bit like bi curious yep. you know, than that for men like if men do it it's like well, now you just gay and like, now you just gay you know that's happened to him a lot you know mm-hmm. it's happened to him a lot where people want to put him in a box right and I said I don't care what you do mm-hmm. because I'm not attached to you romantically anyway because that's just my choice mm-hmm. um I want you to be happy Okay. You know, so when we, he and I go out, we go out, we dance, or we cut a rug, mm. we cut a food, we mm. sweat the night away, we have yeah. fun. So since, since your marriage isn't, um, again, you're not attached to it romantically. I not think that all. I think that may confuse some people they hear. Like I, I understand what you mean when right. you're saying that. So what? So for the pe- normal people, what would be like the dynamic of your relationship? You think like how does it yeah. function? Okay. In terms of, like, are you two living together? No. Nope. You see, like, okay. We'll probably end up buying a building together. Probably okay. live on different floors, okay. but then we might not even live in the same states for long. Okay. Um, I always loved celebrities, you know, the wealthy celebrities, and husband lives in New York, wife lives in Cali, and they see each other every now and again between mm-hmm. the movies. <laughs> I always felt like that was gonna be me. I was gonna be the rich woman. Okay. And I was gonna see my husband when I saw him. I, I just felt you. that. I got you. That was in my 20s when I felt that. Mm. So maybe actually I came to this realization earlier than I thought. I just didn't have the words for it. Mm. Um, right. So if we're looking in, you know, in the, the Progressive Love Academy framework or, or the Psalms framework, right? The Psalms is a, um, Psalms Mystery School is an offshoot of the Progressive Love Academy. They have a lot of great metaphysical teachings there. Uh, definitely go check it out. I'll put, I may put a link in the description. Yeah, yeah. Um, 
if we're looking at that, I would say that my husband and I have a support choice dynamic. Okay. Um, if we're looking at um, from the Bagua astrology framework, mm-hmm. I have a leader mind, mm-hmm. masculine and dominant. Mm-hmm. He has a devotee mind, mm-hmm. feminine and submissive. Mm-hmm. It works. Mm-hmm. We just we just work. It's easy. He's just like, tell me, okay, tell me how to get rich. Tell me how to do what you're doing. Let, let's focus on this together. We talked about our finances. It was the easiest conversation ever. He showed mm. up with his credit report. Mm. He showed up with his debt. Okay. He showed up. The, we had an hour and a half meeting about money. <laughs> right. What do you owe? Uh-huh. He doesn't have a lot of debt. Okay. I was like, oh, we can clear this up really easily. Uh-huh. He's like, what do you owe? I have more debt, but I also have more of a net worth. Right. I was like, yeah, I travel a lot, and I'm I'm eat, I'm taking a little bit at a time out of right, my right. investments. It has been the focus. To, yeah. To do it, yeah. And we were like, okay, but we can we can work this out. And, and we said, in two years, we're buying a building. Okay. And then you know, and and he's like, well, I think I want to buy land too, and I think I want to move to the south. Is that okay with you? You can move to <laughs> Timbuktu. I say, cool, because I'm not going to try to put any man in a position to want to divorce me. Mm. Well, I'm going to make your life hard. No, I'm going to make your life as easy as I can. Right. How does that look to you? Like, how do you, like, make a man's life easier? Like, how do you make your husband's life easier? Is it just by being chill? Just by, like, not really? I mean, he doesn't require a lot. Mm. You know, sometimes he just wants somebody to listen to him. Mm -hmm. be, he just likes to be heard, mm-hmm. you know. So he, I think we have a very emotionally supportive relationship, mm, right. and he that seems to be good. And he likes me to guide him in terms of how do I build my money. He wants the knowledge, mm. you know. Okay. He likes to know well how do I do what you're doing. Uh, we we talked about you know getting him out of the workforce. Mm. You know what I mean? And he wants to go back to school. There are things he wants to do. Okay. Well, then that means that's going to take some discipline. So let's focus on moving your money here, moving right. your money there. And so we, we we have a plan, you know, to get him mm. doing the things that I do already. Right. And I think that's beautiful that you're, like, not only able to do that, but willing to do that. Because I think a lot of women that I find uh, who may be kind of um, very financial savvy, mm. um, women who may be, you know, on their boss, their boss stuff, you know what I'm saying, that aren't really willing to step into that. Um, in terms of a dynamic of a relationship. Like, I feel like they kind of really just want the man to do everything, even though they really, they, they're they the ones who want to do it their way. Like, it's got to be right. You know what I'm saying? And like, if it's going to be right, you got to make, you got to be the one to make it right. Yeah. You, know, you can't rely on somebody else to do that for you unless you want to be submissive to what their plan is. Mm. You know what I'm saying? And the fact that you have a plan and able to structure stuff in your life the way you want, mm-hmm. like, I think that's very impressive. You know what I'm saying? That's something I've been... No, really getting from you personally, you know, in terms of the discipline of money, you know, mm. you know what I'm saying, and um, the stuff you've been telling me about, um, mm. you know, even when you were talking about Kanye, you were talking about, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you were talking about like, yo, like, because Jose is very, is very results oriented, y'all, like she was talking about marriage earlier, you know, she was talking about like, you know, what are your results, like, what's your, how are you looking, like, are you happy, you know, she's the same way when it comes to, um, you know, 
uh, relationships. I mean, with money, you know what I'm saying? Like, like it doesn't matter, like, if I like you or not. Like, what are the results that you're doing or making? Like, you yeah. know what I'm saying? Yeah. And, uh, I really admire that. I think that's a good, good outlook. Thank you. Thank you, Noble. I appreciate that. I mean, I was raised by two military parents. Mm-hmm. So, and I'm emotional and I'm all over the place. And they, they work really hard to teach me some discipline. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying I always am the best at it, but at least I have, you know, some structures mm-hmm. in place, you know, yeah. to kind of at least something to ground me or bring me back. Right, right. And, um, let me just switch gears real quick. I want yeah. to ask you, like, how do you feel the trip is going so far? This is your first time coming to visit me in Atlanta. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? This is your first time like staying with me for a few days or whatnot. We've been talking for a while since we met in LA, but this is our first time really spending time together. Yeah. You know, so how are you feeling about our, our trip so far and what's been going on? Wow. Okay. The way I would describe it as it's uncomfortably comfortable. <laughs> right? Right. It's like so easy. I'm looking for the challenge. I'm like, something. <laughs> are we okay? Because um, I find a lot of women tend to do that with me is look for a challenge. Yeah, Noble is very easygoing, and 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 I think a lot of women, you know, a lot of you know, I know I've experienced that we we, we experience uh, what a friend of mine likes to call the bait and switch. Mm. Mm-hmm. A man will show up and act exactly how you want him to act until he can get what it is he wants from you, whatever mm-hmm. that is, mm-hmm. and. And then the switch up happens because mm-hmm. he was only playing a role so he could get in a hole. Right. Right. <laughs> and so I think a lot of women, uh, self included, we can we can feel like uneasy, like oh, okay, is he serious? And and because I tend to take a long time to get to know people, so mm-hmm. I can know for myself if I trust them. Mm-hmm. And that didn't happen with you. I, I do have to check in with myself quite a bit. So I've been mm-hmm. here a few days and um, Noble, so far, is, is who he says he is. You know, he's relaxing. A lot of times, Noble is in here doing his nerd stuff, watching anime <laughs> and, and comic book stuff and Star Trek. And, I like Star Trek, though. And he's dying laughing. I mean, I'm in the other room and I hear him in here just. Just guffawing, right? <laughs> yeah, I do have a very distinct laugh. He's having a good time. Yeah. And I'm in the room, you know, I got my laptop open and I'm working on whatever project I'm working on or I'm talking to another partner or I'm in yeah. my own feelings and thoughts. Mm-hmm. I've had experience with some people don't like that very much. You know, they really want um, attention and adoration. You know, saying when when you're with when you're with them or in their space, you know, and I'm not really good with being able to do that constantly. You know, what I'm saying like I, I kind of it's a lot for me personally. I understand for some people why that works, and I can do that in spurts. Like if I don't see you very often, you know, or even when you first come to see me, like for the first you know 24 hours, like hey girl, oh, come here, you know. But after that, I'm like okay, I got, I got something I gotta do, right? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like I think I got something else going on. Are you good? Got somebody else you could talk to? I'm going to talk to somebody else. <laughs> I love it, personally. Yeah. Uh, I do like attention and adoration, but yeah. I also like my space. Exactly, exactly. And so we, you know, I, I it's it's easy. You know, I, I think I am allowing myself to trust that I've created a space for mm. a man to just be easy with. Mm. Right? And yeah. I'm like, okay, Jose, you, you're, you're doing it. It's happening. Mm-hmm. You're in this man's house. He's literally saying... Mikasa Sukasa. 
couple times I'm like, well, is it okay if I eat this or if I use this or if I, and he's like, hey, don't, do that. don't even ask me that anymore. <laughs> don't do that. <laughs> you, you, see, you see the washing machine. If you want to use it, just make it happen. <laughs> you know, and, and I appreciate that because I feel trusted. You know, I feel, I feel like I can trust myself and that Noble feels like he can trust me mm-hmm. to treat his house with respect. Of course, of course. So I notice Noble makes his bed first thing out of it, so I'm trying to be mindful of that when I get out the bed. Yo, let me make it. Yo, say that again, because my mama <laughs> gonna hear this and she ain't gonna believe me. Oops. Like. So I'm like, okay, this is how this man is running his system. You know, <laughs> let me get up, make this bed, and then start doing the things yeah. I'm doing. I, it's, man, to me that removes stress. He wants to go on a date with somebody. I was tired. I got here. I, I don't know. I'm having some sort of allergic yeah, reaction. I went, out, yeah, I went out on a date to a movie. Went to go see the Batman. Yeah. And she, uh, she just stayed here and chilled. You know what I'm saying? I was like, you know, I had went out with one girl. One, one girl by the crib. She's chilling. You know, I was like, I, I feel like I'm able to do that because um, I've done a lot of self work and reflection mm-hmm. on, on being honest and standing in my character and, and trying to help ladies as much as possible and mm-hmm. um, and not making it all about the sexual interaction. Mm. Now, the sexual interaction is good. I appreciate it. I've never had a bad time having sex with anybody. You know, <laughs> I <can remember. laughs> you know what I'm saying? But um, I, I do see the value of women beyond just the sexual aspect of things. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And I try to make that clear when I interact with women at all times, even when they're in my space. You know, I don't want you to feel like just because you're here, you're obligated to put out. You know what I'm saying? Um, yeah. yeah, you haven't, you, you definitely embody that. Like, I haven't felt that from you. Well, thank you. Thank you. <laughs> I don't want to feel harassed. <laughs> now I got to find an Airbnb, right? All right. Um, and you were talking about how earlier, how your vents can, like, you know, sometimes <laughs> you go a little hard, you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Sometimes mm-hmm. you kind of. Um, yeah, for sure. Go for a, a little bit of time. Yeah. Like we had a good four-hour conversation Definitely. one time. Can you tell people about that a little bit? You remember yeah. that? Yeah. Oh, yeah, I do. I can't What was going that. on at that point? Uh, well, uh, but like I said, both my parents died last year, mm-hmm. and I was in a dark place. Uh, I was uh, actually battling with, you know, trigger warning for anybody who doesn't want to go into things regarding death and suicide and mental, mental health, but... You know, I was feeling suicidal. I didn't want to, you know, I I was having a hard time finding a reason to live. And I felt very lonely and alone. And I felt like I had created friendships with people who could not support what I was going through. Mm. I had a lot of people trying to support me, but I wasn't feeling support. And uh, so Noble, you know, somehow I ended up on the phone with him one day and and, and it's funny because some people know me as like the most calm and chill person they've ever met. Mm-hmm. And then there are the people that know me for real. <laughs> right? And, and, and these are people that I've chosen to be vulnerable with. You mm-hmm. know? And Noble, I don't even know how it happened. I, it might have been like six in the morning. You know? Because I, I went a few days I hadn't slept. Mm. Raw emotion. You know? And I, I get on the phone with Noble. And I just rah, 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 rah for like four hours. And fuck this shit and fuck that person. And boom, beep, beep, beep. You know, and beep, beep, beep. And I don't, and they're not my friend. Rah, rah, rah. And I just, whew, I mean, I let it out. And, and, then the, and yeah. the, the consistent thing that I kept hearing, her, hearing you say at that point was um, how these people didn't know me. 
Yeah. That's really what you kind of kept saying. It kind of kept everything would come back to that. Like, how do you not know? Yeah. This is not appropriate. How do you not yeah. know? This is like, how do you think this is okay? Like, yeah. You know what I'm saying? So Noble says he listens. I mean, he said, and he said, he said, wow, that was a workout. He says, I'm not even gonna lie, that was a workout even for me. Uh, which makes me look at myself. I come with a lot of power. I have a lot of power. That's why I think I need a lot of men. And so um, he said, um, he said, well, it sounds like you have to be more authentic. You have to have this talk with the people in your life. Are you telling them this is how you feel? I had only said it to a couple people. And, uh, and I realized, you know, it was me. I, I was so busy accommodating everybody else, even after my parents died. Even if, I couldn't even hold that kind of space for people, but oh, I was trying. Mm-hmm. I was killing myself trying to be what I thought people needed. Yeah, you yeah. tried to be the strong be. person for everybody else when you the one. And I'm falling apart. Yeah. And so I took that advice. He said what he said. Uh, it didn't necessarily paint me in the light that I like to be painted in, but it felt real. And so I just started making some adjustments. I started telling people how I felt. Mm-hmm. Some people handled it well. Some people hung up in my face. <laughs> Literally hung up in the middle of me talking. Right. And I didn't come to everybody. I didn't even bring the heat to people like I brought to Noble. Mm-hmm. Noble caught it unfiltered. Mm-hmm. By the time I was able to think about it, I was able to just kind of say, well, hey, this is what I noticed. And some people couldn't even take that. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, some people didn't make it into this quarter. You know, in terms of friendship. When 2022 hit, some people did not come into 2022 with me. Mm. And it, and that's just real. And it's okay. That's what it is. It, you know, my life feels better. Mm. Now I feel like... The results. Yeah, I like results. Let's, let's, ride, let's look at the results. Results. <laughs> I have friends around me who can hold space for my big emotions. Mm-hmm. I have friends around me who can listen to me without interrupting or getting angry. Mm-hmm. I have friends around me who can actually support me and they understand that even though I can be loud and rowdy, I'm really sensitive. Mm-hmm. You know, my feelings really get hurt. Right. You know, and so they can see me. And I have friends who won't take, you know, me getting upset and, and turn that into me being like some sort of villain or mm-hmm. or bully. Right. I'm not bullying you. I'm just expressing how I feel. And mm-hmm. and so I, you know, now I'm the men in my life are they they get it and right. it feels good. Nice. Um, let me piggyback one more time. Let's go back a little bit. I want to ask, like, because you say you need a lot of men and whatnot. And it seems mm-hmm. like you know the men you attracted so far. You told me about it seem you know pretty dope, like mm-hmm. individuals. Mm-hmm. Um, what is your take? on like just your opinion as a woman trying to date polyamorous men and like how they handle being polyamorous like do you feel like most of them are in integrity with it do you feel like a lot of men have a hard time like what's your experience all right my experience is um my experience i'll start with my belief my belief is i'm only going to attract those that are like me or those that compliment me Mm -hmm. Um, my experience is uh, the more at peace I find myself with me and the life I'm living, the more I attract men who are at peace. Uh, I have only been living this life for a few years. Mm-hmm. It was always in me, but I didn't live it. How many? Hmm. It's been about eight, nine for me. Yeah, not maybe, that long. Maybe ten, almost ten. Hmm. Four? Four, okay. 
Yeah, you know. So I, I'm still, I'm still learning. I'm ironing out my own kinks. I really am. And I, um, you know, I just try to apply the principles I'm learning, you know, from Progressive Love, mm-hmm. the, the Progressive Love Academy. But I don't. I'm not gonna act like an expert. I'm not. Mm-hmm. I'm still figuring me out. I'm still learning who I right, am. Right, right. Especially now that I don't have parents. Who am I without my my parents? Who am I without? Mm-hmm. You know, being able to just call my mom whenever I want to. I'm mm-hmm. a different me. Uh, I'm learning, and so now you know when I when I date people, I honestly don't even waste time wondering if men are poly or not. Mm-hmm. Um, I just feel like that's not my business. That's a lot of stress. Okay. What I try to do is just be open and honest about me. I am polyamorous, I or you know, and, and I realize that people use these words differently. Mm-hmm. So I like to say I like to relate from, you know, I like freedom-based relating. Correct. I am a free woman. I'm going to do what I want, be with who, whom I want to be with. Mm-hmm. Period. That's probably never gonna change. I say. And whatever you want to do with that is on you. But I at least want you to know where I'm coming from. So if a man is monogamous, that's on him if he decides to get involved with me. If a man is on the fence, I do attract a lot of on the fence men. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's on him. What's, what do you think tends to be their hangups though, with the on the fence guys? Is it like, what are they having to let go? Uh, the, it's the chaos. Mm. You know, uh, I, I have one particular partner. He's like, people are all, all about talking about their polyamorous. They got multiple wives. And he's like, you know, historically, it wasn't this chaotic. He said, this looks like a free-for-all. It looks like people are just, just doing all kinds of wild stuff with no consideration mm-hmm. for the people that they're building these relationships with, no consideration for how it's going to affect the children, mm-hmm. no consideration mm-hmm. for how it's going to affect the community. And he cannot get on board with it. Mm-hmm. I don't think he's seen it done in a way in, in these modern times that looks good to him. Mm-hmm. And what can I say to him except saying, mm-hmm. Right? right? Same. Um, so I don't have a problem with him saying, hey, I hear you, but mm-hmm. I'm not fully on board with it. But I'm also not going to tell you what to do. That's the thing. I feel like I'm blessed that I don't have men who try to control me. Mm-hmm. They'll tell me how they feel. Right. But they're not. They, I haven't run into men who are like, you just need to be with me. Now, I've had some men ego trip and say, oh, mm-hmm. once you get with me, I know you're not going to want to be bothered with these <laughs> other guys. And I'm like, Okay. <laughs> That's adorable. <laughs> um, I've heard that a few times myself. Actually. Yeah. I heard a few ladies say, like, no, like, all the, women, all the men who get with me are just, just want to end up being with me and shit. I'm like, that, that's not how I work, unfortunately. Yeah. It's not how I work. I may be, want to be with just you for, like, a good two weeks. <laughs> I've, I've even told men, because I had, I had a man that I was dating for a while who was mm-hmm. really having a hard time with me being polyamorous. Mm-hmm. And he said... Do you see yourself ever just being with one person? And I've been asked that a lot. Yeah. But this particular man, it stuck out to me because I answered it. Okay. Usually I say no. Mm-hmm. But I took the time with this man and I said, maybe. I said, maybe I could do it for a year. Maybe I could do it for two. Mm-hmm. I said, if you're hitting on all cylinders, right? Right. right. I'm crown choosing you because mm-hmm. you're just so smart, right? I'm just so enamored with the way your mind works. Right. I'm womb choosing you because, mm-hmm. oh, you're just so sexually potent. I mm-hmm. just can't even be in the same room with you. I just got to have you. Maybe I'm money choosing you or you're a manifestation choice. And you're just so good at handling your money. And you just keep making us mm-hmm. richer and richer and richer. 
So I really have nothing but time on my hands to do what I want because money is just not even an issue with us, mm-hmm. right? And maybe you're so supportive because you're just, you're my best friend mm-hmm. and you're building this kingdom and I'm following your leadership mm-hmm. and we're just, I'm loving it and, and I'm just super happy and spiritually, right? We connect and, mm-hmm. and we're just like here. Mm-hmm. But see, one thing I've learned about the way I build relationships because I watch people over years. Mm-hmm is uh, people change, because mm-hmm. I change all the time. Mm-hmm. People change. And so, maybe we'll do it for a year, two, three, five, who knows? who knows? I might be thrilled with this man. And one day, I'm gonna walk into a Walmart. <laughs> right, it's gonna be a raggedy place, right? <laughs> and I'm gonna look over to the left, and I'm gonna be like, Whoa, right? You know how the cartoons, the eyes yeah, start bulging yeah, out, and you drool, and the tongue is hanging out of the mouth. And yeah. I'm going to be holding my husband's hand, but I'm uh-huh. going to be looking over like, whoa, whoa. <laughs> and so I, I told right. him this. I said, that's the, that's the difference. Mm. I might be sexually exclusive with you, mm-hmm. but I promise you, the second I see something exciting, I'm going in that direction. Mm. I'm not going... I am not going to do this ever again because I used to do it mm-hmm. when I was trying to be monogamous. Mm-hmm. I said, I'll, I'll never do it again. I am not going to withhold goodness from myself Mm-mm. because of you. My curiosity, I got to satisfy it. Right. I'm at least, at the very least, maybe I'm not going to go have a whole extramarital affair, Mm-mm. but I'm going to go over there and see. <laughs> I got to go see. Got to go sniff it out something. <laughs> I'm going to sniff it out. I'm going to see and I'm and I'm naturally flirtatious. Right. So I'm going to be over there smiling in this other man's face and mm-hmm. I'm going I'm probably reach over there and touch him in some kind of way because that's me. Right. Right? I'm going to giggle. Maybe his jokes ain't even that funny, but I'm giddy now. So <laughs> what am I supposed to do? <laughs> so you hear your wife giggling in aisle 7. What is she laughing about? That ain't even that funny. <laughs> right? It is to me. <laughs> oh, stranger danger, you're so funny. Right? So, oh, I tell people, right. do not allow yourself to get into in, entangled with me. <laughs> mm. Unless they know what's up. Unless you know yeah, that and, this is a possibility. Yeah, and I try to do the same thing, too, because especially with the way I live my life and especially how most of my partners tend to meet me or have met me. Um, I don't attract very, uh, I, can't, I, don't, I don't think I come across very controlling energies Mm-mm. very often, because mm. uh, I'm not a very controlling person. Mm. Um, but I think, have you, I mean, have you encountered a lot of a con- controlling men really trying to hit on you, it's like really trying to like lock you down? If really, really controlling men, now some men try to control my emotional expression just because it's just too much for them. Mm-hmm. Um, but I've moved away from that even, right? Yeah, yeah. But it's in terms of like, woman, you're gonna do what I say when I say it because mm-hmm. you're a woman and I'm a man. They don't like me. Mm-hmm. They don't even like me. I mean, they look in my eyes and they're like, Ooh, we'll be fighting. Yeah, and like I'm that. looking at them like, yeah, and I'll, <laughs> and I'll win. Yeah, yeah, I feel that. I've had some women like that too, where I like I knew they were interested, but then when they found out like who I was and whatnot, it's like, look, I'm not going to be doing what you want me to do because you want me to do it. Like I don't know who you think. You got me messed up. You know what, I'm saying? what you heard yeah. about me? And then, yeah, yeah. and then they be like going somewhere. Like they, they don't even really really try to put the energy forth to me. And like, but where I believe women are the choosers. So even though she may be fine, you may look good or whatever, like. If I know that it's not going to work out to a mutual benefit for both of us, I'm not going to pursue it. 
Like mm. I went on a few dates where like I was like, yeah, we're gonna be better as friends. Like, cause I'm not you monogamous, I'm hella like they gonna work. You know what yeah, I'm we both hella. So no. Yeah, and I've tried to um, and there was a couple times where like I was trying out different things because like I was trying it out. Like I, I there's a couple of relationship experiences I never have with like living with partners or um, you know whatever the case may be. You know there was things that I was trying to do because I was really wanting to advance uh, in my relationship life to a certain degree, but I didn't know what worked for me all the way because I didn't have those experiences to relate it to. But now I know, like I'm just I'm hella I'm hella free. Like I can see myself having like getting married. You know, me and my wife having separate bedrooms. You know, what I'm saying from rip. You know, like. I'll sleep in her bed sometimes, back and forth. I can see us having like a boom boom room when she brings her partners over or some stuff. Noble you know, hasn't so. even been sleeping in a room with me. <laughs> Noble said, huh, something's telling me I should sleep on the couch. Grab the ta- uh, blanket and I haven't seen the man. <laughs> <laughs> nah, like, yeah, it felt, it felt like you needed to recover. Like, I just felt like you needed to be like... And you were right. Yeah, you need your space. And I know how, how my horny ass is. I see a fine chocolate drop big booty woman in my bed naked like you supposed to mean that to touch you like you don't got me no no I, my discipline goes so far i need to understand my limits so you know what i'm saying so yeah i was sleeping on the couch but i've really enjoyed having you here like i've really like had a good time um yeah you know being in your energy and um and you did something for me the other day that was so that made me feel so good because like we were sitting down talking I was about to leave and um, I was just checking in with Jose but she proceeds to vent for like a good hour and a half mm-hmm. um, she went on about you no know, uh, people not appreciating this and how she does this and her money we talked about the Kanye documentary a little bit we talked about Results. We talked about podcasts. We talked about results. We talked about like the leisure. Look up the leisure, son. Add it up. What are you doing? Blah blah. There were some tears. Jose's cried a few times since she's been here. Yeah. You know. Um, and I was just holding space for her, and she appreciated that so much. She like you know, cause that's what I do for my coaching. Like for if anybody doesn't know, you know, I'm a I'm a Progressive Love Academy certified certified feminine um, power coach. And um, that's what I do. I try to emotionally support women. I try to like help them uh, manifest the outcomes they want when it comes to men, help understand men better. Um, you know, and I think a lot of women could use and benefit um, a masculine energy and support. Because it's like some of the partners you said, when you know, your raw feminine emotions come up, a lot of men aren't trained to handle that. They don't know how to do it, you know. And um, I was trained by the best, you know. Kenyon Stevens told, showed me you know what I'm saying? Like, how do I, what do I do when this stuff happens, you know? Mm-hmm. And, um, and after I listened, you know, I, we, she sent me, uh, she paid me like a fee for, you know, um, listening to her because she felt value in the fact that I was like, you know, had listened to her in that way. Mm-hmm. And, she, and it was like, I didn't even have to go work that day because of like, you know, she mm-hmm. on her own was like, no, I see value in what you did. Thank you. I didn't know that was going to happen, but it did impromptu, and you did a good job listening. I felt very loved and appreciated by that. We had a good day that day, I felt. Yeah, we took a scooter ride on the Beltline. I never even saw Atlanta like that. (laughs) Yeah, the sun was out. We had a good time, you know. Mm -hmm. Um, And I just want to say I really appreciate you for, you know, being in my space and giving me the opportunity Mm -hmm. to help you, you know, and uh, to get to know you even better. You know, Mm -hmm. I've had a a really good time. I've had a great time, you know, and, and and I always want people to feel valued. I know what it's like to feel undervalued. Mm. I know that feeling, you mm-hmm. know what I mean? And so, if I know that you sell a product, let's say you sell body wash, mm-hmm. and you in here in the lab making body wash all the time, 
and then I'll come stay with you for a weekend and I'll take seven million showers because I just love that body wash so much. <laughs> right? Right. But I know you sell body wash. So how about I just go ahead and buy it? You know, you sell packages. Like, what you got going on? You know, you got a website. You got a link. Let me look at it. Let me let me pay. Let me support. You know right. what I mean? Like, let me support what you have going on, especially if I'm benefiting from it. Well, Noble, you know, Noble has um, skills that to me go beyond friendship um, because a lot of our friends don't know how to support in that way, mm. right? So I think we take a lot of friends for granted. Mm. I have a psychology degree. I'm in coaching classes myself. People pay me to coach them, right? Mm. So obviously there are certain skills that Noble has. Oh, thank you. So I'm not gonna, you know, if I see that the, that the man is really trying to get his business off the ground, I'm not gonna just take advantage of him using those skills because he doesn't have to. He can be a good friend. He can be a good lover. He can be a good partner and still say, well, uh, if you need anything, let me know and walk out the door. And people do it all the time. When my parents died, I got a lot of people say, call me if you need me. So for him to sit there and listen to me and, and he didn't say a word, you know what I mean? He asked like how he could support, but I didn't really have anything for him. So he just listened. Man, I'm grateful. So yeah, how much do you charge? I asked him, how much do you charge? He said, I have a low number and I have an ego number. I said, okay, go for it. He gave me the low number. I said, oh, oh no, that's disrespectful to both of us. Oh no, you know, that's, that's unacceptable. He gave me the ego number. I said, that's still too low. So I paid him his ego number and I gave him a tip because I come from the hospitality industry. You better tip your bartender and your server. Yes, you do. So, you know, but I also told him, look, you know, if we continue to have these sorts of conversations and I'm going to be making more and more money, I might have to put you on retainer. <laughs> and I meant that. I'm not joking. You know what I mean? Right. Where this is just how much that comes. This is I'm paying for a coaching package. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So maybe I can, you know, have just a, a check in with you once a week just to get right. stuff off my chest. That actually is a package I'm going to be selling. I'm going to do, okay. it, on, I'm going to do it on Boxer. Whatnot, so yeah. people can like you know. Um, I just feel like women need that. I feel like a lot of people need that, um, just in order to be able to help structure, you know, their lives and, and like to move through something or in relationships with other people. Because I've done a lot of work with that. There's other, just, I'm not perfect. There's stuff I need to work on. Yeah. There's other aspects of my life that are still in development, but I think I put a lot of time and effort into like understanding um, interpersonal relationships. You know. Yeah. And um, I just really want to be able to like help people with that but I am seeing that unless people pay for the help a lot of times they're not really going to you know what I'm saying they're not really going to grasp it <laughs> you know because you're investing in yourself you're investing yeah. in your own healing I've, I've seen multiple therapists for years and and that's just how it works you know what I mean if, if you're not investing in yourself your time your energy your resources right. you're not going to take it seriously and so that's what I appreciated, you know. Mm-hmm. I, I, w- I would rather pay and, and let Noble be as professional as he knows how to be. And then our whatever relationship we have outside of that working relationship, it can be what it is. Right. But I don't, it doesn't all have to be in the same pot of gumbo. It doesn't. That's it doesn't. messy. It pass. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think we're getting close to time now, and I think we probably need to wrap up. This has been a fantastic conversation. I have thoroughly enjoyed uh, talking to you and getting your, picking your brain about these situations and hearing how you 
how structured your life in such a way where you have a you know a gay man husband and mm-hmm. other partners and then we didn't even talk about them and how they're functioning your and life. And I haven't even worked in a year and a half. You haven't even worked in a year. Yeah, say I make money again. sitting on my couch. <laughs> make money sitting on the couch. She <laughs> might, she's like my hero right now. I'm like, girl, let me get on you, your low level. Let me figure this out. I'm tired of doing this extra stuff. <laughs> but um. This is not going to be the last time I think we're going to have you on here. Um, Gose's about to do some stuff on um, I'm in the podcast world, I think, herself at some point. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I would definitely love to have you on here again at some point. So I update the people and see, like, you know, because they're going to be like, well, how's Gose? What's going on with her? Okay. <laughs> Thank you. I'm down. But, uh, but everybody, uh, thanks again for listening. This is episode two of uh, Noble Relating. Uh, hopefully, I'm getting a little bit better at it, getting a little bit more confident in my voice than I was last time. And, um, yeah, just keep a lookout. Click the bell on Spotify to um, subscribe and uh, give it a hard react. And uh, there'll be more content for you next Sunday. All right. Thanks a lot, guys. Have a good one.